Welcome to my party, we're just getting started. A life is a dream or a nightmare scarring. Hand me a drink, cause I think I'm going all in. Get me a shrink, who can catch me when I'm falling? Cover up my scars, flip the handlebars, crash it in my car. Wake up in a bar, I'll be a superstar. Just on my avatar, this world is so bizarre. There he is! There he is! He's there! <laughs> well, well, well. Indeed. Good evening, John. No, it's not. No, I know it's not. Um, we've had some technical issues on John's end that seem to have gone unsolved. He is on the uh, backup camera. Okay. <coughs> We don't know what's wrong with his current uh, camera, um, but we will we will get to the bottom of it, shall we say? Uh, the show must go on. Uh, Shalini says, "Oh, great timing." Still don't like the new intro. Well, I love the new intro, Shalini. Love it, love it. Robin says, "Wow, intro." Beach Crate says, "Yes, yes." They they've been looking forward to seeing us. They've been sitting on the edge of their seats waiting for us to talk to them, John. Jolly fucking good. Dark Spy says he also likes the intro. So, do you, do you wanna do you wanna say some words? Um, yeah. Welcome to Friday night. All in. Yay. <laughs> this is gonna be a hard one, isn't it? Yep. Yep. Yes, it is gonna be gonna be a hard one um so once we can get off oh carry on carry on why no it was that was getting an echo in my ear that's fine uh, you can carry on I, I thought you'd i thought you'd solved the issue no fuck it no i haven't solved the issue the camera won't fucking turn on well I don't think it's a software issue. No, I don't think so either. So we're going to have Which to... Which makes it worse. Well, yeah, it does make it worse. Because a fucking £500 camera that I bought when I was working so four we should, years ago. We should, uh, we should definitely, definitely look into that once this show is over. Uh, Spencer says, I like John sitting in the dark. Could the technical difficulties have been a power cut? Did you have a power cut? No. No, he's, he's not actually sitting in the dark. It's just this camera is nice. It's just this camera shit. That's why we, we try and upgrade our production values. We give you the best we can. We move everything around to make it look better. And then we get fucking everything just goes fucking wrong again. At the last minute. To be fair, the quality on the camera that you're on is still better than the one that I'm on. So It's still shit. I mean, oh. look, there's no background. Right? There's no light. You would think I was sitting in the fucking dark. Yeah, but to be fair, John, the way you're framed up with the way your seat's illuminated and you're illuminated against that black backdrop and then the way I've cut it in, it looks fucking awesome. Great. It does. It looks really cool. Fuck off. Don't tell me to calm down. I'm having a strop and I'm entitled to have one. <laughs> I'm fucking talent, don't you know? <laughs> talent. <laughs> Fuck off. You keep telling me I'm the talent. What are you laughing at? You. <laughs> no, no, I'm not laughing at you calling 
yourself talent. What I'm doing is I'm laughing at the fact that you've got a shit-eating grin on your face whilst you're doing it. <laughs> He's drinking. That's it. He's drinking. I wasn't going to, but I fucking am now. <sighs> right, where are we? Where are we? That's a, that's a, that's the question I was going to ask you, John. Where are we? Well, I mean, the first question one has to ask is, where the fuck is Adam? I'm writing a song. I am. Yeah, yeah. You, I mean, you've already written the song. Let's be honest. We wrote the song ages ago, didn't we? When we were going to yeah. retitle the show. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start performing the song. I think. The where. Yeah. I mean, I don't mind him not coming. No. He could have fucking mentioned it, could've you done. know? Could have said something, Adam. Could have fucking said something. I mean, we're sitting here... Yes, it does. It goes very like that, Trudy. Yes, it goes, Adam, Adam, where the fuck is Adam? Wait! So, yes, yes, so where the fuck is Adam? He's as fucking useful as that other spear, isn't he? What? Mr. I had frostbite on my penis at my brother's what wedding. What? <laughs> fucking dick. And I mean that literally. <laughs> I mean, I, we're going to have to talk. I mean, they, actually, we're going. I'm going to think I'm going to have to read this book. I think we're going to have to get copies, aren't we? Yeah, I, I think we could do a segment every day. You know, we could just read the, a bit yep. from the book because yep. I'm telling you, this is fucking comedy gold. It really is. It is. It is. It is absolute comedy gold. And do you know what? I tell you what's also comedy gold. The Taliban have responded to him. <laughs> yes, I know. I mean, I killed twenty nine fucking Afghanis and whatever. Where yeah, was I, it? I, Afghanistan. I, yeah, I killed. Yeah. I killed twenty five Taliban in Afghanistan. Yeah. Hey, but hold on, hold on. Is this not the biggest amount of fucking irony ever? Right. The Taliban accuse him of war crimes. Pretty much. They're not chess pieces, Harry. They are they are human beings with families. It's, it's, yeah, yes, they are. But it's not a fucking war. People die, yeah. you know? Yeah, no, yeah. You're absolutely right. And, absolutely and as right. far as I was aware, if you shot someone during a war, right, uh -huh. with legally sanctioned weapons on both sides, right, and didn't break the Geneva Convention, you're not actually committing a war crime. Well, no, I, Unlike I Tony Blair, that. who lied to the entire population and took us to an ill-fated war yep. on, on the strength of a lie. Yep. Now that, I would say, is a war crime, because I'd, that makes it an illegal war. I'd say you're probably right. I'd say you're probably right. Um, do you want to see... Um, do, do, I want to see what? No, I'm not going to show you anything yet. I was, I was, I'm, I'm going to tell you a joke. I'm going to tell you a joke, John. Hold on, I'm reconnecting it. Right, it's back. Reconnected back into the same thing. What the fuck happened there? Right, it's it's back. It is back. And it came back into the same YouTube one. Thank God. Actually, yeah, I think I think you could get a brand new copy for about 50p. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't... I mean, I think... What did it... It sold less than 3,000 copies this opening weekend, didn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh no, no, that was no, Hancock's. No, that was Hancock's. No, it's not out yet. It's not out yet. That was Hancock's. It sold like in less than three thousand copies. Yeah, it's not out yet. It's coming out, I think, on yeah. next week. 
It, it didn't buffer, Shalini. It fucking went down. It did. But Ben Swift finger cat-like reactions, he got it back up without it, without it snapping it back to you know, a separate stream. Just, just like that. I just, I saw it go as it went, and I went, "No, you fucking don't." <laughs> it's like a cat. Is that if it's, so if ever anything can go wrong tonight, it's fucking gonna go wrong. I'm just worried. Maybe I should blow that candle out now. <laughs> Seems to me like you lived your life like a candle in the wind. <laughs> Fucking hell. So, right. Well, my first thought when he said he had a frostbite penis was that he'd obviously been dipping it in Megan because she looks a bit of a frosty cow, doesn't she? Let's yeah, be but, honest. But, but, but maybe we can take it in the way that Spencer has sent it to us. It says, Prince Harry had a frostbitten penis at William and Kate Middleton's wedding. Others had the chicken. <laughs> <laughs> He's confusing them with Hancock. <laughs> I mean, right, actually, so... actually, let's go to let's go to him. Like here he is, here he is, here is Henry Windsor. Henry Windsor. His name's not actually well, Harry. It's Henry. Maybe, maybe because his dad, his, his dad says, "Are you really my son? <laughs> are, you, are you sure you're mine, boy? Should we have a I mean, paternity he test?" Fucking, he fucking went there, right? He went there. I mean, everybody knows he's Harry Hewitt or Henry Hewitt, right? But fucking Charles went there. Good on you, Charles. You know what? Charles has fucking gone up in my estimation quite a, quite a bit with that one. Yes. Yeah. If, if that happened, you know. Because, let's face it, everything in the book is hearsay. It's just the ramblings of one fucking mad, deluded woman. Yeah, he, he definitely didn't write it. No, I mean, he didn't write it. It's fucking Megan's book. It, it's 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 not even ghost written for Harry, is it? It it is Megan's book. It is her words. It is not. <laughs> it's not going to be his words. Oh oh, Harry, why don't we tell him about the frostbitten penis? Fucking hell! did you put it in our mouth to keep it warm? <laughs> fucking hell! What you're supposed to do bodily contact, and I mean it's it's obviously going to be small enough to get on our mouth, so that would keep it nice and warm and make sure the blood supply was was kept to it and they wouldn't fall off. Because what, I mean, what's they the worst thing at I, this point? Oh, okay. Well, maybe. Well, who cares? Right. I mean, let's just run with it. You know, what's the worst thing that can happen as a man if you have a frostbitten penis? It fucking goes black and drops off. That is not going to be good, right? It's not going to be good. Gone. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, 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 yeah, oof, no, no thank you, Gone. don't even want to imagine it. I mean, a toe, fair enough, I could stand to lose a toe or two, right? Yeah, but that's what happens when you get COVID, isn't it? <laughs> no. that, that, was an, that was a good joke, wasn't it? Like, the whole thing's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. This is the world we're living in, John. It's fucking the world's gone fucking nuts, mate. It really has. I mean, sometimes I wonder. I wonder how are we ever gonna? How are we ever gonna survive as a species? Really? Well. I mean, uh, Harry's taken over the news cycle. Yeah, of course right? he has. Of course he and, has. And of course, the, the other thing is they're now on their, what, 14th ballot to try and elect a speaker in, in the American House of... Is it the House? Yeah, the House of Representatives. Senate. Yeah, it's the House. So they're now on their 14th ballot to try and elect a speaker. And who did Matt Gaetz uh, nominate? <laughs> he nominated Donald Trump. 
Are we are we looking at a self fulfilling prophecy here once again from us? <laughs> it's not happening. Of course, not, it's he's, not happening. It would it would have been so fucking funny it though because I think so funny. I think we explored this one way back in like May or something. Yeah, like we that. did. We did. We, we said wouldn't it be funny if Donald Gates became the speaker of the house? Yeah, because then he'd be third in line for the presidency. Mm-hmm. Yes, he would. And then so he, yeah, and you know if he was third in line for the presidency. Somehow he would become the speaker that, that became president. <laughs> yeah, probably. Yeah. yeah, there would be a way. He would find that way, and he'd be. I oh, know it definitely did. Uh, I don't understand why that would be held for review. That seems a reasonable statement that Crone made. Yeah, well, I don't know why these. Uh, I don't know why these are held for review as well. A lot of these. I mean, some of the messages Trudy puts in get held for review. Don't know why. Oh well, I can understand if it's Trudy. Oh yeah, she is. She's. she's... She's a little minx, isn't she? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but no, no, no. I mean, welcome, Crone. I don't think I've seen you before. Crone's a very good Twitter follower of mine. Well, there you go. And he's, he's, his penis stone has been checked again. Ridiculous. Have you have you have you approved the comment? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, there it goes. There it goes. I see it. Because I can also approve the comment from here. Because I got little YouTube chat down on the little screen. Yeah, yeah. I've got it down there. So I can look down at you. I'm looking down on you, viewers. Stone cold. Let's face it, mate. We do nothing but look down on them. (laughs) Well, Harry looks down on us all, doesn't he? I just can't get my head around it. What's he trying... What did he think this was going to achieve? Because he was actually... It seemed to be that he was actually trying to make things better. Uh, I tell you what he thought this was going to achieve. This is Harry's tantrum. Because they cut off all his security, his 24-7 security and stuff like that. Now, they're probably going to have to return his 24-7 security because of the, oh, the Taliban well, are probably wanting to kill the entire royal family at well, this point. Uh, hold on. No, it's his problem. He yeah. fucking moved to another country. He moved to another country. Right? He did. He did. So... And and he said he didn't want to do royal duties. He did. So it's his problem. If he needs security, pay for it himself. Well, yeah. I mean, this this fucking book he's got something like fourteen million pounds for. He was paid in advance of like fourteen million pounds for this book. He, he he's just. I feel quite sorry for him, right? Because I don't think any of this is really Harry. It's her. I think, I think, yeah, I think Harry would have just fucking sat there in the background, just bumbling along quite happily. But she's a ambitious, spiteful, yeah. really annoying cow. She really is. But the, and the, you know, regardless of even bringing alleged colour into it, right? Yeah, she is a cow, and she's out to fucking bring the royal family down because of some. I don't know, possibly imagined slight? I think so. I, I think that's what's going on. Um, but but also, you just look at him before Megan and the things he was doing, like with his Invictus games. Do you remember those? You know, there there, yeah. there were a, a, a big sporting event run by <laughs> Harry for disabled veterans, mostly. And he was, and he was, great, and and he he was, was loving it. He, and he was loved. He was probably yeah. the most loved fucking royal. Everybody loved Harry. Even I thought Harry was all right for a Hewitt, you know? I mean, <laughs> he was okay. And yet, 
he's turned into I mean the whole thing's turned into debacle for him he's just it's a shame it really is a fucking shame and you know what I really appreciated you know as somebody from that from that side of society I really appreciated the things he was doing for the disabled and stuff like that you know, because even though he is a spoiled little brat who shouldn't have the money, wealth, status that he's got anyway, simply for being born, I don't believe. I believe he was trying in some parts to actually use his status to do some kind of good. Whereas, you know, almost like his mother, right? His mother, people loved his mother because she tried She tried her best to be a normal person, really. And that's why they related with her, associated with her, and loved her, because she didn't look down on people. And now he does, and he didn't. Like, he did go to that party in Vegas dressed up as a bad man from World War II, and he was out <laughs> drinking and partying and having fun. And What's being the everyman. Right? What is wrong with that? I mean, really? What, I mean, fucking Trudeau is regularly seen in blackface. Yeah. I mean, that's the Prime Minister of a country. Yeah. And, and you know, what does it matter that Harry put on a fancy dress? Really? And what does it matter? And that's all it is, is a fancy dress. And that's in the book as well. And Spencer asked, do we believe that it was William and Kate that encouraged him to wear that? You know, of course it wasn't. Of course it wasn't. He thought, I'm going to have a laugh. This will be funny. And then he did. By, yeah. Then he did what he did, right? It was, it was fine. It was funny. It was... It was in bad taste, in poor taste, obviously. But people do this all of the time. I said to you on yesterday's show, I saw someone dressed as one of those and a white guy dressed up as Mr. T, fully blacked up, in the same week, a fucking Butlins. A Butlins. <laughs> was there a performer? No. <laughs> That's even better. It was four lads got out as the fucking A-team and one of them... Painted himself black, had a fake mohawk on, right? <laughs> well, look at us when we recreated the Tropic Thunder cover. <laughs> <laughs> Who was the black guy there? Was uh, it me? Uh, no, it was Adam. It was Adam. <laughs> uh, he, do he, doesn't, he doesn't want people to see that. <laughs> Why? Shalini says, I loved Mr. T. Pity the fool. Pity the fool. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, Militant Mushroom said that her brother's bringing out a documentary. When you say her brother, whose brother is it? Megan's brother or Diana's brother? Um, where am I looking here in the YouTube chat? Yeah, it's quite far back up. Militant Mushroom said her brother is releasing a documentary tell all this year too. It ain't going away. Mm. What brother? Or what? Who, whose brother? Diana, you, you, Diana's you know, or Megan's? You know, the, the father's side... Right, Megan's... Of the Markle family. Really don't like her. Like... No, she, that's because they're all white. She disowned her father. <laughs> she, diso she disowned her father. Yeah. Right, she disowned her sister. And all of these people keep reaching out to her in public forums and saying, look, we don't hate you. Just please stop what you're doing. Vaughn. Vaughn. You're treading on thin ice, mate. You're going to send me back into a funk. <laughs> Ignore him. Ignore him. He's just <clears throat> trying to get to you. Yeah, I know he is. He's so fucking good at it. Take it out on him during the after show game. <laughs> I can't. Anyway. Oh, right. So. So. 
So that's that's where we are. Right? Uh, it's, it's a scream. I mean, somebody said, somebody said, do yourself. So well, I think it was a uh, what's his name? Um, our friend. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! Did you also just spill a drink all over your keyboard? Yes, I did. Yeah, I did the same. For fuck's sake! Yeah, I did right. the same. I think it was David Nolan. Right. I, Look, disaster averted though, it wasn't the wine. It was the Red Bull for me. It was just water, water's fine. So these keys are going to be very, very sticky and not for any rude reasons. Yeah, water, water's fine, that'll just dry off. It's just a fucking keyboard. Right, anyway, carrying on. Uh, yeah, I think it was David Nolan said, do yourself a favour and block all the words to do with Royals so you don't have to listen to this shit. And I said... You've got to be kidding, mate! This is comedy gold! And it is. It's comedy gold! It is comedy gold! It is it's absolute... kept me entertained all day! Well, I, I... I, You know what? I have to wholeheartedly agree with you. I'm I'm loving every second of it, watching these rich fuckers air their dirty, dirty laundry in public. Even if that dirty laundry is imagined slight. Right? And it's not because people look at it and go, Oh, look, they're just like us! Oh, they're just like us. No, it's... Well, this, this is what people think when this sort of dirty laundry... Oh, me and my brother had a fight till he broke my necklace or I smashed a dog bowl. <laughs> right? Hold on. Right, here's the point. When have you ever heard a guy say he wears a necklace? Do you see a necklace? I've never heard a guy say he wears a necklace. Do you see one? No, but I've never heard a guy say he wears a necklace. Normally a guy says, I wear a chain. Yeah, I wear a chain. Yeah. Yeah. But you don't wear a neck. Guys don't wear necklaces. Harry, They're not fucking. Harry, Harry does. Well, obviously he does. He's another fucking Harry Styles, isn't he? Surprise, he's not a pearly necklace. Anyway, he, you would say chain if you were a guy. You wouldn't say necklace. John, it's not proper to say chain. I must say necklace. Not even necklace. Necklace. Uh, right. So. It's <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing is, the whole thing is ludicrous, ludicrous. Mm. Um, what was it earlier on? What was it? Someone's. What was it? Someone. At least he's not being accused of liking the old peg, though, John. <laughs> that story died like that, didn't it? Because everybody loves William. Because William, I don't know why everybody loves William. Because he looks to me like a fucking carbon copy of his father, and who is probably look like one of well, the most he? boring people I've ever fucking seen or heard or listened to. Now, my loyal my subjects, Manson. me and my sausage fingers must go and talk to our plants. <laughs> Bye. You know what that could be? What? That could be plant toxicity because oh, a lot of plants will give you you see like even celery right see uh -huh. if you if you handle celery and then go out in the sun you'll get third degree burns at least it's not <laughs> taking over your brain like a parasite and making you do the cat thing <laughs> well there's always that <laughs> come uh, to me what do you think they've done with the corgis I think they've probably just yeah, well, they've given them to a footman or something. It released them into what? Go, 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 be free, be free. Set I them watched, off in a new forest. I watched a really interesting documentary yesterday about plants, right. and and I've said this before. I've said it before that plants. You know, people go on about you know not killing animals because animals don't want to be eaten, but plants don't want to be eaten either. No. And animals at least either run away or try and fight you if you try and eat them. Yeah. Generally, right? Generally, okay. Yeah. 
So, but plants? Plants are devious bastards because they can't fight you. They don't move fast enough. I mean, let's face it, plants do move. But normally they move very slowly. Probably over. faster than me still. <laughs> but they move very slowly. So they don't generally fight you, right? Yeah. But um, but they're, they're freaking chemical factories and they do nothing but produce toxins to, mm -hmm. make, you, um, to make you ill so you won't eat them. Mm -hmm. Now, one of the things that came out of the studies was that plants that don't get pesticides put on them actually end up more toxic to humans than ones that do because the ones that don't get pesticides produce more toxins to stop the fucking insects eating them. Mm -hmm. So your organic shit is worse for you than the stuff that's coated in pesticides. That wouldn't <laughs> shock me. See, uh, you, you look, learn something new every day. Look, I think M. Night Shyamalan, the famous director of movies with a twist, was uh -huh. on to something when he made a movie called The Happening. Have you seen it, John? No, I don't think so. So, at the beginning of this movie, an entire population just stops and then murders themselves, like jumps off bridges. Oh, jumps. yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's, they jump... It, well, was that a movie or a TV series? It was a movie. It was a movie, right? Right. And it was okay. the plants. It was, yeah. the it was the trees. It was the plants releasing a toxin. Yes. To, to kill off those pesky humans. Yeah. Do you think the, the one day the trees are going to kill us, John? No, I, I think we're going to kill ourselves first, mate. Well, I think we're well down the road to that. Yeah. And it's yeah. only been accelerated, hasn't it? We The, the more... The more... <laughs> it's, well, you, you know what, right? There's only one country in this... One country in the world that's ever used nuclear weapons so far. The USA. Yeah. yeah. So there's only one country that's ever been first strike capable. The USA, yeah. Yeah. And really, that's still the situation because they're really the ones that are first strike capable because they've got more weapons than... They've got more weapons than Russia, mm -hmm. I think. And they've got, definitely got more than China, mm -hmm. but they don't have more than China and Russia combined. No, and China and, and that's, Russia are going to combine. Yeah, but China and Russia combined have more nuclear weapons than America. Mm -hmm. And that, at the moment... It's a good thing, in my view, because that stops America using its nuclear weapons yeah, against it them. it keeps them at bay, doesn't it? Yeah, it does keep them at bay, because then bay. they'll think, well, we could take out most of Russia and most of China, but there's going to be some left, and they are going to hit us, so what the fuck do we do? So there you go. Yeah, I do remember the Triffids. <laughs> the day of the Triffids, mate. <laughs> Yes, I, I remember that also. Um, okay, okay. Now, I want to I wanna indulge you with a story. A story about what's been going on around me and the wife for the past couple of days. And it involves one of the wife's friends. Right? What's another fucking sub? Sorry. This isn't aimed at you. Mm-hmm. But. <laughs> so. One of my wife's friends has been quite ill for a while, yeah? And, you know, generally just run down, had a cough that she can't get rid of and stuff like that. Has been to hospital a few times and has been tested for the old coup and has always come back negative and it's not that, yeah? yeah. Ended up in A&E yesterday. Ended up in A&E yesterday. Do you know what they diagnosed her with, John? Go on, surprise me. What do you think they might have diagnosed her with? 
Um, they either diagnosed her with uh, cancer. Nope. Or heart condition. Nope. And pneumonia. Nope. Uh, okay. You're, well, okay. I'm fucking. I, I'm out of guesses. Long COVID, John. Oh, fuck off. No, seriously, just fuck off. That's what she said to them, John. Because she hasn't had COVID. So how can she have long COVID? Yeah, well, yeah, th no, that doesn't work. If, she, if she's never tested positive for COVID, how can she possibly have COVID? But they've turned around I suppose it's a bit like the motorcyclist that was decapitated in the accident who yeah. died of it. Or the, or the New Zealander who was shot on his lawn who died of it. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Or the or guy the, that fell off the roof. Yep, or the guy that fell off the ladder or, you know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. She's, she's had to turn around to them and say, yeah, yeah you're going to have to keep looking. Yeah, see, that's just bullshit. That's a, see, that's a, but this is the problem with the medical profession because you get to the point that they're not interested in what you have or no. whether they can cure you. They no just want to. Go away. I mean, you are a prime example, right? Because let's face it, and I'll be brutally honest here, Ben. You mm -hmm. could probably be a hundred, two hundred percent better than you actually are just now, if you fucking had a healthy diet and stopped drinking shite. And, and looked after yourself and did some exercise, you could probably be a lot better in, in a lot better shape than you are, but nobody pushes you to do it in the medical profession. Only manage your pain. That's yeah. all they do. They don't try and help you. He isn't they, wrong. They manage your pain. I mean, they give me like, it's like 567 pills every 28 days. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and, and effectively, they are slowly killing you because they're poisoning your kidneys and your liver. And eventually, one of one or both of those organs will give out, and you'll fucking die younger than you should have. You, you're probably not wrong because you know I am on medication to stop some of the other medication damaging me. Yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, it's just like it's a cascade. Yeah, it's a cascade effect. You know, you get something, and then they give you something else to do this, and something else to do that, and something else to counteract that, and something to counteract that, and you just end up with a fucking list of medications that would frighten the French. Not that it takes a lot to frighten the French. You should see, right? Because I'm I'm away to France. I'm away to France in uh, in 48 hours. I'm away to France. Um, but the medication I've got just to cover four days is ridiculous. Mm -hmm. It is. Yeah. I, I was looking at the little bag and all the pills in it earlier on, and I'm going, "This is just for four days. This is just for four days. This is a bit ridiculous at this point." And I. I, I think you're you're probably right, and you know nobody does yeah. push me. I try and push myself sometimes, but it's 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 a case of you know I but, don't know what I'm going to be like from day to day, and, and all and, I'm and, getting is medicated. Yeah, and people don't fucking don't think that I'm being nasty to Ben here, because he knows I'm not. No, and, no, he's not. And you should be aware that I'm not. I mean, we're just being realistic because this is what your medical profession does. Mm. And, and let's face it, the third leading cause of death is what? It's medical It's your doctor. It's your doctor. Mm. Usually with prescription meds. And I mean, I am on some, some seriously, seriously strong stuff. Yeah. Um, I, I am on a lot of it as well, as I, as I just said. And that is all they do. They just manage my pain. And mm -hmm. I, would, I would say that most of the days... Uh, it doesn't even do that because I'm still spending nights awake in searing agony despite mm -hmm. all of this medication. 
Yep. I'm now, uh, I'll be completely honest with you, I'm now topping up with medication that I'm getting of my own accord sometimes. Mm. Right? Yeah, no, and it starts to get dangerous when you're mixing mm. meds. That, I mean, let's face it, and, and we, we can all do our research and things like that, but we're not pharmacists, we're not doctors, no. we're, we're not qualified to... I'm just in pain. Start, to start making changes and things, and, and you're in a desperate situation, and and sometimes desperate people do desperate things, and that's that's not it's not a good situation to be left in. And when you're left like that without support, because effectively, the, the the GPs have stopped supporting everyone, not just you. They've just they seem to have withdrawn their labour. You know, so 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 where do you turn to? I mean, Ben's doing self-administered dentist dentistry just now. I am, yeah. I mean, I've got I've got two teeth that a filling fell out of, and and they're just they're, there's holes in them, but they're not painful, so I just keep them clean, and you know it doesn't give me any problem. Um, but but that's the kind of thing before you would go to a dentist and get it fixed, but I can't you know, get it's one. Just, it's, uh, you, I mean. They won't take anyone on, so you have to pay full whack, and dentists aren't cheap. I got any money. And when you've not got, well, yeah, exactly, when you've not got money, it's not easy to go and see a dentist. Oh, uh, let's, 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 let's try and bring, let's try and raise the vibrations a bit, shall we? Um, I, I don't want to make this a pity party about me, because at the, at the end no, of the day... No, it's not, we're just being realistic. I mean, we're not in the, we're not in the, um... We're not in the, we're not, well, you know, I don't like party parties anyway. I've never yeah. been one for that. I'm just trying to call it realistically. I, I, mean, um, I, I know you're absolutely right. Yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah, let's try and pick it up a bit because all in's usually, well, we go all in on everything. That's the thing. So sometimes when we go all in, it can get a bit yeah. depressing. And this is um, much more candid than what we do in the afternoon. And it's yeah, much less yeah. structured and, you know, I don't even think we know what we're going to talk about yet next until unless you've got something for us. Well, uh, I've got nothing. Um, I mean, there's loads of things have happened and, and it's like, um, why? Well, let's go back to America briefly, because I don't understand why Matt Gates would would nominate Donald Trump for speaker when Donald Trump then turns around and goes, yeah, I might accept it if there was an election right now today, which is the six, <laughs> the six. <laughs> Remember, six one. <laughs> January sixth, um, baby. Yeah, sorry, January the sixth. Yeah. Because remember, January sixth was the fucking day that ever kicked off. Yes. What two years ago? Yep. Two years ago. Three years ago. Twenty one. Twenty one. It's been two years since since. Yeah, right. So he hasn't fuck, even been know. president two years but, yet. But the time, where does the time go? I don't know. Where uh, does the time go? It's we mental. Are, we are we are aging, we are aging, and we don't even realise it. We're just meandering through life. So, so why would Mike Gates nominate Donald Trump? They just do it for shits and giggles because. Yeah. He, he really did, didn't he? Because Donald Trump had no intention of taking the post, no. or he, you know, and nobody has any intention of voting for him. But it, it really would have been a fucking imagine. Imagine if you could have seen Biden sitting there with Trump behind him. That would have been so freaking funny, wouldn't it? It would have been State of the Union. Yeah, Donald Trump you know, with the gavel, Kamala on one side and Trump on the other. That would have been so freaking. Funny. It would have been wonderful. It would have been better than 
fucking Trump and Nancy, and that was quite funny because when mm. Trump was giving his State of the Union, she was just sitting there like this. Yeah, but imagine Trump, he'd be fucking being funny. Hmm? <laughs> but yeah, I, I mean, I think, oh, I'll still, I still, I still say Trump's had his day. And um, anyone that's hanging on from is wasting their time. I don't think he's coming back in twenty twenty four. I think he's. I think he and Biden are too old. Uh, yeah, let's, let's well, just boil it down to I that. think they're, I think they're too old, but I think Trump's had his. He, Trump's had his chance, and it's it's too it's too late now because you know, and no disrespect, he actually did a reasonable job, mm. he, and uh, there was no reason why he shouldn't have done a good job because he is effectively a businessman, right? So he and and he does talk a lot of shit and he does labour the point yeah. and he repeats everything three or four times. But that's yeah. how he grinds people down when he's doing his deals and whatever. And and I mean, he's not. I don't think he's that great a businessman. He's been bankrupt what three, four times, three times. But he's imagine, been bankrupt at least three times. Right? Imagine, so he, imagine he's obviously been going bankrupt once and then becoming a billionaire again. Oh yeah, well, hey, well, imagine it, imagine it. That's where we are just now, effectively. Mm. I mean, we are rebuilding from nothing. So, uh, we're, so we're never I mean, fucking billionaires, though, John. Hey, but still never time. say you know. You see, when time. you give up, yeah, there is still time because still see time. when you give up, see when you give up, that's when you give up, you know. And and, and that's the, I actually used to say, and, and I'm not trying to be morbid here, but I used to see this a lot. I used to see a lot of cops. You know, you would do 30 years and then retire on a full pension, and they would get to the 30 years and retire on a full pension. And a lot, and you'd say, what are you going to do? And a lot of them would say, ah, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take it easy for a few months. And then, and then they'd either become fucking raging alcoholics, right? Or they'd die. And most of them were dead within two or three years. So they never got to realise the benefit of their pension. And and that's what pension schemes rely on. They rely on people dying early, so as they don't get to pay out. Well, yeah, you know, then that money can be used elsewhere. Oh yeah, exactly. So, so and, and the thing is, it was quite sad. But mm. you then you would see cops who who left and then started another career or did something else, and they would thrive. So mm. you've got. I think you've got to keep yourself busy. I mean that. I came to me a long, long time ago that I don't think I was ever going to retire, and I don't think I ever will. Why would you? What would you do? You know, if even if you had a lot of money, and and you can see this when you see people like like Warren Buffett and and Bill Gates and all that. Why would you ever retire? Because you can't sit around on a beach and do nothing. I'm I'm sorry to interrupt you here, mm -hmm. but I'm on Twitter. Right. Uh huh. Yeah. And I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna put it big screen for you because this is confusing me, and I need an answer to this. This better be fucking good because no, you're interrupting me. No, it's an actual me. question. Yeah. But it better be fucking worthwhile, one or not just nonsense. No, it's a real question and something I I, I genuinely don't understand what the answer <sighs> to could be. Wait, there is Sophie Corcoran. Oh fuck yeah, and. Sophie Corcoran was on Sky News Australia giving an expert opinion on the royal family. Yeah, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Are um, you interrupting me for this fucking bent? I, I need to know how anybody, Sky News Australia included, thought this was an expert on the British royal family. Well, she's English. 
Is that so she's ginger. Is that, or is, that, is that the qualification? Yeah, she's young, English and ginger. Is that, there is we that, go. Is that because Harry's ginger and she's ginger? They were like, we'll get a ginger. Probably. Probably. What's, what's going on here? Oh, fucking... Why were, they, why were they doing that? Why were they racing? I don't know. Should we, I'll, I'll send you my audio and then we can we can watch it together, shall we? Shall we all watch it together? Yes, let's watch it together. Let me just do some advanced audio. Let's laugh at the royals. Right. Okay. Okay. Let's watch this together. This is. We're not going to oh. laugh at the royals. We're going to we're going to laugh at Sophie Corcoran. So here we go. And I don't think she would have got any more back in her life in Hollywood. But I think this sets, this sums up the entire stupidity of everything that Meghan and Harry are doing. Because the reality is, we've got the British people back at home. Uh, we've got a general strike at the minute. Pretty much everybody's on a strike. I mean, the trains were on strike to me to get here this morning. And, you know, we've got the cost of living crisis is tearing Britain apart. I mean, our gas bills have just gone up an enormous amount. People are torn between heating and eating. We're having a little bit of a disaster back here at home. Eating and eating privileged people in the entire world who have got everything they want coming here and telling us how bad their life is. I just don't understand. I don't understand why the British taxpayer would pay for Meghan and Harry's, for Meghan and Harry's books and their memoirs when it basically says that we, the taxpayer, have funded these guys' lives of privilege. They would not have the lives of privilege they would have without the British taxpayer. That is just the reality. So for them to go out there and make millions of pounds by saying that they have been oppressed by us, somehow been oppressed by us while we are going out to work every day and our tax money has been taken way to fund his life of privilege is a complete utter disgrace and it's an insult to the British people and I think this entire thing the real victims aren't Meghan and Harry they're not the real victims they're not oppressed in any way she's a millionaire duchess for God's sake she's not oppressed the real victims of this are firstly William and Kate, who are now getting a whole load of nonsense. They're also not victims. No, for well, William can't. Hey, stop, stop, stop. She's a fucking idiot. She's yes. a grade A idea, right? Yes, sir. One, yes. she's talking about things she doesn't know about. Yes. Right? Two, Spencer's right. She does look like a vampire with a red turned up too much. Yeah. <laughs> Secondly, she's a fucking out and out royalist. Right? So, where did this outrage come from? Is it just on for the for for Sky News? Second, third, fourthly, where am I? Fourthly, I, and and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, right? Yeah. But technically, none of our tax money funds the royal family. I'm not quite sure how it works, but you could technically be right. I don't think any of our tax money funds the royal family. I think they're funded from their, their property and their, you know, everything else that they've got their fucking finger in. But I, you know, they, they I don't are in think... a lot of business. They own a lot of business. Oh, well, it wasn't called the firm for nothing under the mm. Queen's rule. But they, they're, um, I don't think you their know, tax you know, money you know, actually the, funds them. You know, They might get tax breaks that we don't get, right? But I don't think our money goes to the royal family. Um, okay, so in order to maintain the British monarchy, United Kingdom taxpayers must pay about 60 pennies per person per year to the royal family. That means £40 million to the royal family each year from the taxpayer. That's from Spencer. Where's that that's from? In, that's in the YouTube. Getting account. allowance from the state, do they? Okay. 
Yeah, but, yeah, but Ray, uh, okay. do you know what? You know, I, I've always found people like like because people like Sophie are probably and 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 this is just an assumption here, but she's yeah. probably not a fan of people on benefits, shall we say? Because she's an out and out Tory, right? And Tory no, she's not. She says people should be out working. But let's 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 just look at William and Harry, right? Mm-hmm. Never had a proper job in their lives, living in their grandmother's house with a handout. They've been on benefits their entire lives. The royals have been on benefits their entire lives. Well, they would dispute that, wouldn't they? Because they would say that while it's not what you would think of as a job, but it's still a job. They've still got appearances to do, you know, shows to open, speeches oh, to, to show make. up and cut a little rope. Yeah, yeah. Not, no, fair point, but you're still... You're, and... and and um, you know me, I am not a royalist, right? Right. But if you're born into that way of thinking and that that firm, right, mm. your life is not your own. There are certain things That's you can't true. do. That's true. That so is that, true. You know, you know, there's a lot of restrictions placed upon you. Right, but they, they don't but know you what do hardship get, is. Yeah, you do get privileges that compensate for that, I would think. Yeah, well, they've got access to, say they want to go somewhere, anywhere in the world. They've got access to a private plane to step foot on and go anywhere they want in the world, whenever they want, right? There's so many places. I'd say to you, I'd love to go to Tokyo. I'd love to go to Japan. I, I don't think, unless we can actually make some, which we will. But, okay, so let me rephrase that. Until we start making our money, I can't afford to do anything like that. I mean, look at, yeah. this, look at this holiday that I'm going on in two days. I paid for about ten percent of it, right? Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's it's definitely not something that I would be able to do if people didn't help me out, and you know, um, I'm not. You're not. None of the people listening to this are as privileged as these people have always been, and they, we probably never will be, right? No, it's unlikely. It's unlikely. In the extreme. So, uh, Spencer continues, accounts for the sovereign grant, which funds the monarchy's household's official expenses released in June of 2022, show that they cost the taxpayer, they cost the taxpayer £102.4 million during 2021 and 22. And Charles can't even afford a decent pen. Okay, so, are you off, right, but you have to, um, you have to, you need to look at the whole accounts and see what the in and out is. Yeah. You know. So, I, I, I don't know. Well, see, I don't know either. And so I, I couldn't give you any breakdown. And if I'm wrong, like if I was wrong, I apologise, you know. But there is there is a certain amount of money that they do bring in because of who they are, right? Yeah. And that, that does apply. And that applies to other countries as well, like... You know Norway and Sweden and all that. They've got in, in the Netherlands that have royal families. You know, mm. they 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 too, you know, either fund them or they self fund and and they bring in a certain degree of tourism to the countries. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I'm going to show you something. I'm going to completely change the subject here. I want to show you something. Um. What? This here. What do you think this is? Oh, that's Prime. 
What That's Andrew f- Tate's drink. It's not Andrew Tate's drink. It's Logan Paul and KSI's drink. <laughs> right, okay. It's Logan Paul and KSI's drink. But these aren't but... kids. If you look no, at these no. people, these are not kids. And you know, it's kids that follow them on YouTube, right? Mostly, they're, they're audience yeah, but, children. But, but hold on. You know what these people are doing? They're not going to drink it. They're going to resell it, John. Yeah, yeah. They're resellers. It's all about the resale. Yeah, I mean, 38 quid, I think a bottle was going for on eBay the other day. And do you know what? There are One people... bottle, 38 quid. I mean, look at these down here. We'll, go, we'll scroll down, and we've got these people here trying to sell one bottle for £10,000, £5,000. Four thousand pounds. Yeah, I mean they, these are just ridiculous. You're not; they're not going to get that. No, they're right? chances, aren't they? They're absolute yeah. chances. But people will pay things like thirty-eight quid, and that's that's what, what a two-pound drink, three-quid drink. Yep. What is it? Right. That's a good return on your investment. And do you know what? Luke Honeyfunder makes a great point in the chat here. He says these are the same dickheads who are scrapping over toilet rolls. They were. They are. Because the same dickheads that were scrapping over toilet rolls weren't scrapping over toilet rolls because they wanted to stock their house with toilet rolls. They were stocking their houses with toilet roll to fucking resell it. Same as same as hand sanitizer. Do you remember the black fucking hand sanitizer market, John? Do you remember? <laughs> Even See, the pharmacies the were at right. it. They were like yeah, twenty-five but... <laughs> pound a bottle. This is the part I don't understand because hand sign hand sanitizer, right? Mm. Is what? Fuck's sake, look at my eyebrow. It's going to be I had a shower today and my eyebrow's going to be awry. But anyway, hand sanitizer is antibacterial. Yes! I, I, we know this! <laughs> we know this! I mean, when I, when I was in Disney and, and when we were in Disney and there was Purell every two feet, we're going. No, thank you. Why? <laughs> Why? And I mean, literally, you go into a ride, Purell. You come out the ride, Purell. You get halfway along the queue. Oh, look, there's another vat of fucking Purell. It was. And people heavy. were fucking giving it Tonka, they weren't were, they? They were like automatic, weren't they? they were, you know what? <laughs> I used to use hand sanitizer, right? I used to use it before before COVID. I used to use it. You know, not regularly, but I would use it occasionally. You know why? Why? Because I'm lazy, right? And it's a lot quicker than washing your hands. Do you know what I found? I used to find because I used to get um, I used to get really, really bad skin. Yeah. And for some reason, years ago, hand sanitizer would make it better. Don't know right. why. Right. So the other thing I used to use hand sanitizer for was it made you lovely and cool. Yeah. So I would put it on my hands and then go like that <sighs> across my forehead. And now I smell everything. like a fucking yeah. hospital. Yeah, I smell the cosmetic, but I felt really cool, right? <laughs> and I don't mean in, a, in an appearance type of view, although I am cool. But uh, I, I felt really cool. But see, since they start telling you to use it, mm. I stopped. <laughs> I just stopped. In fact, I walked into the shop once, and this guy approached me like like a fucking. It was like the. It was like the uh, what, what do you call it? The the aftershave advert. In, yeah. And, and, and so, would you, would you, you like know, some, uh, some uh, rampage? <laughs> would you like, like some sanitizer? I'm like, no, thank you. It destroys the natural biome in my hands and makes me more susceptible. Oh, it opens the pores and makes me more susceptible to infection. And he just went, what? <laughs> Yeah. Do you know yeah. what? I tell you where they really didn't like you refusing the hand sanitizer down here. 
right? Yeah. Every time I went in Barclays, they would get Barclays. so arsy with me if I refused the hand sanitizer in Barclays. Barclays are a bunch of complete and utter assholes. And I would just be like, right, no, no, thank you. Because I, 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 so, now, actually, and this is true, it does the complete opposite to my skin. If I put it on like three or four times in a day, I bleed. I, I get yeah. cracks and I bleed. Yeah, they've probably changed it. They've probably completely changed it. They've probably put a lot more alcohol in it to kill, try and kill viruses and stuff. Yeah, but so I would explain this and say, you know, I'm clearly not well man hobbling around on me fucking stick, right? Maybe I don't want this. Right? And, I, I, yeah. and if you look around, right, I'm the only one not in the cattle pen. I'm the only one not covering my face. Maybe I don't want to do what you want me to do. <laughs> just maybe. Leave me the fuck alone. Well, that's it. Uh, just leave people the fuck alone. So, did you see that video from that woman, Nazarene Veronica? She ended up on Mark Dolan's show. Uh, she was in the hospital, I think, yesterday. Uh, it was either yesterday or the day before. Uh, filmed in the hospital, getting threatened by security for not wearing a mask, for simply sitting on her own in a waiting area with nobody there. Oh, fuck off. What hospital was this? Uh, I'm not entirely sure. Name and shame. Uh, she, uh, she did. She put it all out on video um, on Twitter. And then she went on Mark Dolan's show. And... Did you? Wait, right. I fucking did you, hate people that do this kind of shit. And the thing is, see what gets me right. What gets me is nobody is arguing from a position of strength here. Yeah. Right. Nobody. Because there's no evidence to say they do anything. No, this so, is it. so, so, just saying, if you say, right, if uh -huh. you say something like, "Well, it won't do you any harm," right. Uh huh. To put it on, and uh -huh. that's an unfounded and unevidenced statement. Yep. It so is. you can't say that. That's 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 misinformation. It is. It is. I just I'm, I'm looking for a video because I want to play this video, and this is this is a scientist and a Labour MP having a debate on Mark Dolan's show. Um, I'm just looking for it. Uh, did you did you see that video with Oakenshaw and um, Headley? Did anyone in the chat see it? No. Where he where he called her. A, I'm delighted. Uh, no, I'm sorry. I'm just queuing up a video. Carry on. No, we're, we're, I mean we talked we talked about it yesterday where he called her a advocate for Hitler Youth or something. Yeah, you did say that. Um, so this is this is Mark Dolan's show from January the fourth, right? Mm -hmm. And this is a Labour MP and a microbiologist. Now, just let me know when you want me to pause it at parts. We'll try and go through the entire thing. It's a six-minute video, yeah? Okay. Um, just watch this. I was, I was actually in shock, and I know GB News isn't, but kind of is mainstream TV, but just watch. There are fears that a raft of COVID restrictions could soon be rearing their ugly heads. Ministers are reportedly being pressured to consider last resort plans to advise Brits to wear masks on public transport, work from home and socially distance if the health service is at risk of collapse from not just a new cases of the virus. First of all, why? <sighs> people, no, pe people are sensible creatures, ultimately, I like to think. And they can, even though they need to be pushed and forced because most people are lazy, and I mean intellectually lazy, uh, they can make decisions for themselves to keep themselves safe. But an influx of flu patients 
staff shortages and the usual winter pressures. While the government has for now played down the threat of such moves being implemented, health chiefs and experts... Which means they will be implemented. ...have already urged well, people hold on, to hold stay on. home... Or he said, why the government now has to play down? Why did the government have to play down this? I don't know. I, that's a strange statement to make. Yeah. Or wear a mask if they feel unwell. Meanwhile, Labour MP Rachel Maskell has called for a discussion on the return of, wait for it, mandatory COVID isolation. In other words, you get COVID, you lock yourself at home for two weeks. So, should we go back to COVID restrictions to save the NHS? What would you choose? Save our health service or give up... This gets really fun. ...up your freedoms. Let me know your thoughts, Dan, at gbnews.uk or tweet us at gbnews and please vote in the Twitter poll uh, because Paige uh, is keen to get your votes in. We'll get you the results of those votes very shortly. But to debate this, I'm delighted to welcome David Livermore, Professor of Microbiology at the University of East Anglia, and journalist and broadcaster Nina Mishkoff. Uh, David, let me... Microbiologist, University of East Anglia. Journalist. Right? Before you start again, where's the coffee thing? It was there earlier on. It is now not there. Mm, okay. I, I actually did re reinstate it, so I don't know where the problem lies. Let me start with you. Um, should we bring back COVID restrictions what? to save the NHS? No, we supposedly saved the NHS three years ago with COVID restrictions, and clearly the NHS today is wobbling. We failed in that saving the NHS. And what's being talked of is bringing back masks. Well, look at China at present. The Chinese are incredibly assiduous maskers. Masks are still compulsory there. Every photograph shows them wearing masks. And yet they've gone from negligible numbers of cases a month ago to a quarter of a billion people infected within three weeks. Masks fail. They don't work. What we achieved with all the restrictions over the past three years was to disrupt our natural ecology with... Oh, sorry, I just meant nothing. <laughs> We've achieved nothing well, it, apart from destroying our economy. Remember, this is a, a current... A microbiologist. Well, microbiologist at the University of East Anglia. So, he's, he's uh, a... Shut up already! It's science! He's about to be... Real science. He, he's about to be rebutted by a journalist. The range of yeah, but it's, but it's uh, Nina Meshkov. But still, <laughs> just wait. This, yeah, is, yeah, this, this gets tasty. Flu, respiratory syncytial virus, rhinoviruses, also strep A. And we've got to re-establish that equilibrium. And that's what's happening at present. And if we put restrictions in place, all we do is we delay that re-establishment of an equilibrium. We keep kicking the can down the road. We create more and more of an immune deficit in ourselves, and it does no good. It makes it worse in the long term. Must... I remember saying this two years ago. Oh, I mean, we've been saying this since day one, mate. And I'm not day a one. microbiologist at the University of East Anglia. No, no. And I remember saying this is exactly what would happen. Is this East Anglia? Mm. East Anglia. Do you remember um, Climate Gate? To the gate, to the gate, to the Climate no, Gate! <laughs> not the 
Uh, Nina Mishkoff, uh, society can't afford any of these measures again, and the economy can't, can it? Well, at the present, we're only talking about mask wearing. And I'd very much like to ask David, as a medical man, why do surgeons wear masks? <laughs> to stop <laughs> <the> <laughs> <blood> <laughs> <of> <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, you fucking come out there straight away. Well, you know what? Why do they? You know, why do the they? Because... Are. Yeah, but but they really well. Apart from dribbling into the open wound, right? Apart yeah. from that, they do fuck all. But they, they definitely have never been, as far as I am aware, in a medical setting, worn to mitigate these the uh, threat of a virus. No, they haven't. They haven't. No. If you need to mitigate the threat of a virus, you need to go the full fucking hog yeah. and put on the the that air filtration suit. The thing. one with the one with the pipes coming out of it. Yes, yes, yes like they used in Outbreak, the movie. Yeah, and like they uh, like they use in stage level four bio labs. Yeah, Ebola and stuff like that. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. he he does as yeah. a medical man, he answers her. Do you right, think go she's going to be happy with his answer? Oh fuck, is she? She's not going to be happy. But let's hear his answer. From surgery to stop droplets of saliva and so on going into the patient. Absolutely, room. and and to, and also presumably to protect them too. Against blood splash, well, but not well, against viruses. Well, we don't a know virus that. virus is so tiny, it passes through the pores on the mask. Well, well that's the first time I've heard that. I, the, the masks have been tested. <laughs> <and if> they, <laughs> <if> they... <laughs> I don't know she's held that. She's a journalist! Oh, fuck off. <laughs> You've got to be kidding me on. That's what I, she did. I, 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 I posted the other day about my new chain link fence that's going to keep the mosquitoes out in the summer. Do, do Fuck what? me. She keeps going. She keeps going. Listen. Oh, no. Listen. Uh, three layers of their proper mask, like FFP2 or 3, and if they fit tightly, then you are protected. Now, do, Look at the pictures Explain to me, David. Do condoms work all the time? Yes, and if you stretched a condom over your head, then it would certainly be a different barrier against the virus. I'd like to see her with a condom over her head. I want to talk to Davey. <laughs> Get him on the show. Yeah. Get that man on. That was um, tremendous. This isn't over yet. Oh, it gets better. This isn't even halfway through. Let's go. No, no, no. I'm not saying. I'm not, I'm not suggesting that. I'm, I'm talking about. I'm talking about condoms during sex. Now, condom is a barrier. It prevents. Uh, hopefully, um, pregnancy if you don't want it, and also sexual transmission. Yes, 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 yes. I'm a GCSE biology, and my teenage years, and and uh, the, the the male reproductive fluids. Uh, 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 the condom's a barrier. The masks don't work in the yes. same no, way. No, 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 they don't. But, but um, what I'm saying, it's a, it's a very crude analogy to say it's a barrier. We, you know, we, it's a fucking incorrect analogy. Oh, 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 hold on, hold on, <laughs> hold on. Who used that analogy? She did! 
Yes! <laughs> sure we did! <laughs> okay, right, I thought I was missing something there. Right, carry on. <laughs> no, but, the, but it is a barrier. If you had a mask that fitted properly, a proper mask, it's been proven that countries that have... Uh, 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 in Japan, Wait for China, it. China, you cannot actually believe anything they tell you in terms of it. figures on who was wearing masks or, or, or you, case studies. You can believe Look at Japan. of your eyes. But what about Japan? Every, okay, Japan. Japan has had major surges of COVID over the Japan past Japan has, has, has a population of 127 million. Okay, uh, Nina, first make your point, and I'll come back to you, Dave. I was going to say, Japan, the countries that have generally uh, um, advocated mask wearing <laughs> have had lower deaths from COVID. Japan not true! No, they haven't! No, they haven't! Not true, Nina! <laughs> That's not true! Absolutely. In fact, in fact, Sweden per capita had half the deaths of Scotland. And also, one thing I can... Half! I, I think half the deaths! Say, I think I can confidently say this now, um, and this is, this is factually accurate, and I've said this before, and I've got in trouble for saying this before, right? But the... The, the real world evidence is in and you will find no real world global correlation between mandates, restrictions lockdowns and how well a country did against this illness and while correlation does not prove causation, complete absence of correlation pretty much does prove that it doesn't make any difference. Well yeah, there's no correlation whatsoever. Exactly the, the, the data's there for all of us to see yep Japan, in particular, so far, 55,000 deaths, I believe, and a population of 127 million. We don't know about T-cell immunity from, it, from uh, Far Eastern populations. We don't, also, we, we what, don't. About, what about American states? Because that's more comparable. What about Florida, who live... Mark Dolan is now walking all over her. Florida. Mandates, California. California. Yeah. And they have lower... Per, uh, per per capita age uh, adjusted deaths from COVID. Well, who knows, but it makes... Whoa, 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 you, whoa, hold on, hold on, Mark. I don't think you're actually correct there. Right. right. Florida has lower deaths per capita than California. Yes. Yet Florida has an older population, so yes. it's not even age adjusted. It's the fact that Florida should have had a lot more deaths. It should have done. Yeah. Yeah, it should have done. So there's no age adjustment yeah, about but, it. So this Florida woman... had a lot less deaths, period. So this woman who is sitting on TV, right, well, at this point, telling you you need to be mandated to do these things, yeah? Get out of here. Her answer to evidentiary or evidence against what she is saying is, who knows? That is literally what she said. Well, so she's knows? saying, just, just do it, just do it, because it might, well, because there's no evidence, but it might work, so just do it. That's what she, Well, in fact... In fact, the only evidence we have is it doesn't make any difference, so just do it. Let's that's go. what she's saying. Pretty much. We've got 50 more seconds of this. Shall we get through it? Yeah, let's get through it. To me, if the virus is airborne, which it is, then if you prevent yourself from breathing in or you're prevented from breathing out an infection... She doesn't breath, get it! Then there's got to David. be... There's got to be more David. of a... If, there's if got masks, to be a chance. If masks were made of condom rubber, you would be right. Unfortunately, you would not then be able to breathe. 
<laughs> We're not... The brief, that's an extreme the, the example. The weave of masks... No, but you raised condoms. Yeah. The weave of masks is such that the virus can get through them or it can get around them. And you raise the topic of tightly fitted N95 masks. Well, they have been mandated in Bavaria, for example. I think one or two other parts of Austria Germany. as well. But the parts of Germany that's where they've been mandated have fared no better and no worse than other parts well, it, of Germany it, it, where it, people have worn other... David, now, what do you say to that, John? Well, this is our journalists! I mean, that, but this is the problem. This is the problem because people don't want to listen. They don't want to hear. They don't want to think critically. They don't want to be proven wrong. That's the problem. They do not want to be proven wrong because if they're proven wrong, it means they have wasted the last three years of their life, right? It's not just that. And, and they are also terrified about what else might have been proven wrong. See, I'm... I think it's more sinister. Right? Now, now hear me out here. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I, I, I allowed that. Sense. I allowed that comment, yeah. Yeah. But I think it's more sinister than that because I think that Nina here knows everything that David's saying is true. I think yeah. that she knows yeah, for I a fact... Yeah, so. if, if she is a If she is a legitimate journalist who's done legitimate journalism over the last two and a half years, yeah. she knows everything he's saying is true. I knew it was true before they mandated them. Because I read the studies. Mm -hmm. Right? Me yeah, and you, yeah, I know. Me and you sat here and read out the conclusion to over 40 of them at one point. Right? Mm -hmm. We read the studies, we showed people the studies. We knew this to be true. And to tell me that she doesn't know this, bollocks. So it's more sinister than that. I think that these journalists love the power. I think they love, they want more restrictions because they get more clicks. You know, what have people got to do when they're at home? Click, 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 click. They get more clicks, they get more likes, they get yeah. more exposure, they get more money. These people, yeah, I think you're right. these yeah. people drove the narrative for the last three years and they are terrified of losing that power because if they are proved wrong, if they have, everything they have said for the last two and a half, three years is wrong, why would anybody want to listen to them again? Yeah, but see, the, the, the problem we have is that we're never really going to prove them wrong on a scale big enough to prove them wrong. But they are wrong. Yes, I know, yes... I know they're wrong, you know they're wrong, our audience maybe knows they're wrong, right? But 80% of the population still thinks they're right. Mm. That's the problem. 80% of the population still goes out there and goes, oh, the BBC, that'll be, that'll be accurate. That will tell me the truth. That's something I believe. I mean, and, people didn't even And believe, that's what happens. But people reported me for yeah. giving them live streams of just yeah, places. Yeah, they didn't yeah, well, want to believe it. But we're not, we're not into victimhood here. No, I know. That, but I'm, that's what I'm, I'm saying. I'm giving people, you your point. Yeah, people don't want to be wrong. They, and they won't be wrong because they'll still believe mainstream media and they will only ever believe it if the BBC turn around and say, sorry, we uh, kind of fucked up there. And mm -hmm. let's face it, they're never going to do that, are they? I... I... I don't know how we come back from the last three years, right? We there is no coming. There's no coming back from the last two years. The only way you know to come what? back You're is on one a journey. person at a time. Yeah, yeah, but when 
And and yes, you're right, but in the same respect, we're never coming back from it because mm. what will happen is there will always be a subset that will firmly believe that if there's any kind of disease going around, you need to mask up, you need to distance, you need to stay at home, you need to work from home, mm. um, you need to stop going outside, you know, you need to isolate yourself and your family, uh, you know, limit all contact, wash your messages. Uh, you know, there will still be a subset of people that will continue to do that now for yeah. the rest of their lives. Yeah, and they will. They and will. There's a couple of reasons behind that. First of all, they're narcissists, right? Mm -hmm. They cannot be wrong. They don't want to be wrong. And and some of them are genuinely f frightened. Yeah, well, they are they're terrified. Well, they are. They're genuinely terrified because they have sat there and they have been terrified for yeah. the last god knows how many years. Right? They have been terrified for the God knows how many years. I actually, and nobody's, nobody's given them an out. That's the thing. Mainstream media's not given them an out. You know, I tweeted something earlier on. And um, it's as true now as it was then. I just want to read you my own tweet. I said, one thing that upsets me is the uh, inability of people to accept that they could be wrong. Hell, I want to be wrong more often than not. Blind belief in something is dangerous. Yeah, yeah. And it is. It's dangerous. Of course it is. Of course it is. I mean, I remember, I remember, what, two years ago saying that there was going to be a landslide of excess death. Right? Welcome to January 2023, folks. And and I said at that time, I, I don't want to be right, but I think it's going to happen, right? And I thought it would have happened earlier, but it hasn't. But it's starting to happen now because there are a number of excess deaths that we cannot account for. I mean, the ONS, Euromomo is not showing the UK anymore, just mm, by the way. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting because that means the UK is not sending its data to Euromomo. Mm. So anyway, because, I mean, Ukraine obviously stopped sending its data, data when it went into it because then it couldn't really... It couldn't really tell you what it thought it was doing when... Yeah. So, you know, I, I had to stop it there. But um, it appears the UK has as well. Maybe it's just for the Christmas, New Year week. We'll see. But, um, yeah, I mean, I remember saying I, I hope to be wrong. But it seems that it is. Happening. There is a, there's a marked increase in excess deaths Do you know with what? no known reason. I will reiterate the message that we love to deliver to you on pretty much a daily basis. And that is, don't believe a word that we say, right? Mm. Don't believe a word that we say. Whether or not you agree with us, that's entirely up to you. What we're doing is we're looking at everything from as many angles as we can, and we're giving you our own formed opinions on them. We try and make you laugh whilst we're doing that, yes. But also, we want to be challenged. We want people to say, you're wrong, here's why you're wrong, here's the evidence. And you know what? If they're right, we'll change our minds. But nobody does yeah. that. And that's a problem, because all we ever get is character assassination. We, don't, we never get our arguments, you know, tested. Yeah, but hey, you know what? If you're getting noticed at all, then you've got to take that. Yeah, but what I, what I will tell people is, please, never blindly believe anything, even coming from us, right? Never blindly no, believe anything. Especially from us. 
what I want, what I want everybody to do is develop the skills if they don't have them already. And I think if they're coming here, they probably do. They probably do, to be fair. But develop the skills to look at things from all angles and decide for yourself. The BBC yeah. are probably lying to you half the time. Sky News are probably lying to you half the time. Are we going to say there's no honesty that comes out of them? No, there, of course there is, right? But it's, yeah. it's for you to sift through and work out what is good, what is bad, what is right, what is wrong, and what you think and what you want to do and how you want to react to a situation. You shouldn't be sitting at home just waiting for government, papa government, puppy, as we called me last night on uh, on Fortnite, to no, tell you no, what to do. No. Right. Don't, don't, don't do this. Do not fucking involve the rest of us in your narcissistic <laughs> fantasies. <laughs> I did not name myself Pappy. That was Vaughn. Uh, was it really? Yeah. Anyway, do not involve me in your narcissistic <laughs> fantasies, okay? Please do not. <laughs> You know what? Even Jesse was calling me Pappy. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but but still, this is what the vast majority of the British population and nay, the, the global population are looking for. They're looking for someone to lead them. They're looking for someone to tell them what to do. And that's sad. Bah. Bah. I, because 80% of the population are sheep and 20% are... They're shepherds. They're, they're maybe not even she They're not wolves. That's the, there's like one percent of the population are wolves, but they're maybe maybe eighty percent are sheep. Twenty ten percent are sheep dogs. Mm. Right, five percent are shepherds, and and maybe you know some portion of that five that last five percent are wolves. Where do we sit? Well, we're not wolves because we don't attack people. Well, no, that's true. Right, I think we are more like shepherds because we're trying to, we're trying to give people the information, and we're telling the dogs and everything what, mm -hmm. how to, how to proceed. Um, that's true. There we go. <laughs> there we go. I was fucking waiting. At... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I was in the Mushroom. middle of something yeah, Militant Mushroom says but as the saying goes when they need a hero we will provide one right, no, no no there are no heroes I, 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 I never want to be someone's heroes because I will let you down right at some point I will let you down and then, then anything I've done for you as a hero then gets called into question. Absolutely. Right? So I never want to be your hero. I will be your guide. I will be your mentor. I will be your guru. I will be anything other than your hero because heroes don't exist. There are no heroes. There are no heroes. And nobody was ever in the last two and a half, three years. Let's just take that, take that portion of time out. Nobody was ever coming to save you. Not, oh. not Mark Dolan. And they, and they still aren't. No, not Mark Dolan, not David Icke, not Piers Corbin, not any of these people that people look to for leadership and guidance. No, they were never Reiner, coming to save you. Yeah, not Rainer Filmic. Right? No. Not, not, um, in fact, nobody. Yeah, but nobody, anybody that's purporting to be, not John Bull. No. <laughs> 
Anybody that purports to be a hero is not a hero. We're not heroes. There are no heroes. We're not heroes. I mean, let's let's face it. We're just a couple of assholes that, that try and talk some sense into you. Really, mm-hmm. that's all we are. But um, <laughs> somebody needs to. I need to clip that quote that I just made. I think that was a, that was spot on. That was kind of inspired. You are, You know what, John? You're my hero. But thank you, Ben. No, no, but in all seriousness, there are no heroes, and never, never hold out for one because they aren't coming, mate. They really aren't coming. Web Squirrel says something quite interesting. Something tells me Brian Rose can't be believed. Oh fucking hell, Brian Rose! <laughs> I'm gonna sell you the next big crypto coin. All you've got to do is pay me fourteen thousand pounds, and I'll tell you, I'll tell you, I'm not gonna rug pull that coin Ponzi! or anything. <laughs> Ponzi scheme. Now that I've made myself rich from crypto, I mean taught you how to use crypto. I'm gonna run for mayor of London. Look at my battle bus. Right. So artifact in reality says filmic rocks. Could you, and, 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 and I'm prepared to, I'm prepared to be, to have my mind changed, but can you explain how filmic rocks, right, because other than the Volkswagen thing, right, mm. what has he achieved since? And you know what, as someone, I'll wait, I'll wait, <laughs> as someone who has been driving diesel Volkswagens for my entire driving, you know, life, which is 12 <laughs> years now. I've not seen a fucking penny, John. No, no. I, well, you, all brand right, new the, ones. The whole thing's a fucking scam. I mean, yes. let's face it, right? I mean, let's face it. All these emission figures are fucking a joke. Now, I remember I told you when I ra- when I inadvertently dispatched a deer using my electric vehicle. Yes, I used to have an electric vehicle because I used to be fairly well off, and I thought, you I'm going to have an electric vehicle and see what it's like. You bloody right? ponce. Oh yeah, but I tell you, they're fantastic fun to drive. They're so fucking fast and they're silent as well. Yeah, but well, they are silent. Imagine but a blind like... person crossing the road when an electric taxi is <laughs> coming along. I mean, Death Race Two Thousand. <laughs> you ever seen that? Yes. You ever seen that? <laughs> right. But anyway, electric vehicles are really fun to drive, and they are quiet, right? Mm. But they're really fucking good because that battery's on the floor, so it gives you a really low center of gravity. You can they can you can really rock on with them. Right, and remember, I am a trained trained driver to a high standard, an advanced standard. Some would say. I never had anyway, a lesson. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. But um, anyway, I did dispatch a deer with it. Okay. Mm-hmm. Inadvertently. Inadvertently, yeah. <laughs> I even have it on dash cam. You have you have me driving down. I came round a corner and accelerated out of the corner as you would. Mm. Right? Yeah. And the deer leapt from the near side. So it's not as if it came from the offside and I didn't care. Mm. It came from the near side and gave me about two seconds. Well, it, would, it, it felt like two seconds, but it was probably more like 0.2 milliseconds as it went It went like this. But for you, it went like this. <laughs> it, went like, it went like You can see it in the dash cam. It goes like that. It's running across the road and it goes... <laughs> as it appears over the bonnet. And... And you can hear me going, oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and then all you hear is thump, right? And deer gone, car car, car damaged, okay? Do you think the uh, deer saw its whole life flash before its eyes in that one glance? 
Maybe, maybe. But anyway, the deer was dispatched. Um, so anyway, poor deer. Uh, car was taken away for repair. I got a Toyota Igo or something. Mm. No, it wasn't a. No, it was a Yaris. It was an, a hybrid Yaris or something like that, right? Japanese. Tiny, tiny fucking box car. Horrible thing. Hybrid, right? With Japanese. an alleged. An alleged miles per gallon of 83. They allege that my car has a miles per gallon of 70. 83 miles per gallon, this thing would do. I've you know what it actually... You know what... Sorry? I've got a seven-seater. Yeah. So, you know, so this Toyota Yaris would allegedly do 83 miles per gallon. How many you know would what it actually I, do? You know what it actually did? Two? 22. They'll go, that's the way you're driving it. You're not driving it economically, oh, John. No. No. 22 miles to the gallon. I probably get about 55. I can get the Paris and back on one tank from here. I had a fucking 4.6 litre V8 Range Rover. Yeah. That did 17 miles to the gallon. Right. But was LPG converted. So effectively, LPG was half the price of petrol. It's still pretty cheap compared to petrol. Yeah, yeah well, it is. So LPG was half the price of petrol, so effectively it was doing 36 miles to the gallon. And I thought that was pretty fair for a 4.6 litre V8. Yeah, I, I think that is pretty pretty fair as well. Like I say, I'm, I've got a seven-seater car, and I can get to Paris and back on one tank. I think that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. Not just to Paris, to Paris and back. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, okay. I can drive two and a half thousand kilometres on two tanks of diesel. Yes, I know you can. I know you can. And that van could do quite, quite well. We were it's a van I was talking about. We, we did stop a couple of times for fuel, didn't we? Where did we go? We went to Alton Towers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, we, we, we must have done about 500 miles, though. Because we went up and down twice. So, <laughs> Web Squirrel makes a very good point here. He says, I look forward to people in tower blocks being told they need to plug in charge electric cars. That'd be hell of an extension cord from their 12th floor flat. Right, so let's just talk briefly about electric cars because there is no future as we know it for current electric vehicles. No, the actual future, we don't even need to talk about it, John, because the actual future is you, you, you won't be driving. No, if, well, if, I, yeah, okay, I know the WEF don't want you to drive, but there's no future for electric cars because there's not enough rare-earth minerals to make the batteries that you need to give the world electric cars. So you won't so, be driving? So you won't you won't have electric cars. And you won't have a petrol car because you'll be banned from owning one of them, so you won't be driving. The only way you'll be driving is if they come up with a new technology that can replace batteries. No, the only way we'll be driving is if we tear down the current system of government and get rid of the chances that are trying to destroy our lives, impoverish us, and, and uh, destroy everything that we know and love. Yeah, okay. I'll I mean, that's that the only way you're going to be driving. So, what about Mel Gibson? Have you heard about him recently? What's old Mel been up to? I love Mel, he's crazy. I, I do like Mel as well, and apparently he's on another fucking crusade, isn't he? Yeah, what's he doing now? He's going to make a movie about the Rothschild family. Is he going to do it, though? Will he get round to it? I don't know. Yeah? I don't know. But he did, he did, he did everything else he said he was going to do, didn't he? Yeah, I mean, did you, did you ever see the trailer of The Passion for the Christ? Mm, yeah. Do you know Mel's in it? Just doing that. In the trailer. <laughs> dressed yeah. in his director's clothes, not dressed up as a 
uh, as anything else. Just dressed in his director's clothes. I do love Mel. He's the guy that when when the when the policewoman pulled him over for being drunk and driving, he went, "What's happening, sugar tits?" Ooh, I mean, God. I mean that's 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 cool. Right, where are we? I don't know. Where are we? Uh, I'm just I'm, I'm just checking through the um, just checking through, <laughs> through the Trudy says, <coughs> says low is it a charity yet? Um, I don't think so. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I was wondering that. Um, yeah. Brian Rose can't be believed. That's true. Web Squirrel says he loves the Coke. Now, who loves the Coke? I think he's talking about Brian Rose. All oh, right. Okay. Well, he probably does. Yeah, do, do you know what? American, let me um, let me finish my point I was making earlier whilst you look. Right. Over. Okay. And my point on. is about these people. Is about Fulmic, Piers Corbin. You, you know, David Icke and all of that. And, and whilst as individuals, I, I'm not going to sit here and knock them. But what I will do is this. I will say. Don't put your stock and your faith in these people as heroes, because they're not that, right? They, they've obviously, they've got a voice, they've got a following, they've got an ability to make a noise and ruffle a few feathers. I've kind of got that again, now I've got my 10,000 plus follower Twitter account back, and I should probably start utilising that a bit more, because, you know, I'm not ruffling feathers like I used to, that's true, but... I'm not an activist. I've, I, I've not got anything to, to really raise against except stupidity. And that's, that's all a... No, there's plenty of that, though. True. Once again, true. That's true. But, um, they're not gonna... They're not gonna be the people that fix your life or your situation for you. Right? The only person that can ultimately do that and take it from someone who used to sleep under a pier is you. And now, whilst my situation is, you know, we essentially live on the breadline, we're happy. We get by. We, you know, I've got the wife, I've got the kids. Most months, the bills get paid. It's a bit shaky at the moment. I'm going to be honest with you. But we've never had anything, so we've never wanted for anything. And we ultimately don't want someone else to come and fix our situation for us. I'm going to pull us out of this situation with John's help, right? We're going to pull ourselves up. We're going to pull ourselves out. We're going to, we put in the hours. We put in the time. We don't make a fucking penny from what we do here. I, I, and me and John, we, we, we probably between us work 100, 150, 200 hours a week on this. And that's, I would say, conservative. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we put a lot of work in. But we will ultimately get out what we want from it, which is the ability to pay the bills, which is the ability to go on a few holidays a year, which is the ability to you know, support ourselves from what we put into it. Nobody's going to do that for us. And we don't even rely on the social media companies. And that's why we're trying to sort of build our own presence in places as well. Uh, because we know that ultimately at any point they could turn it off and they could take it away. And that's why you will find us on alternative platforms that for now won't do it. Or even we're going to try and build our own presence up on our own website, which ultimately in a couple of years time, I would like everything to move on to. I don't want to have to rely on these social media companies to do what we're doing. But these people, the Dolans, the Fulmix, they are not your heroes. You are your hero. If you really want anyone to aspire to be like, make it yourself. Because yeah. the only person that is going to pull you up, the only person that is going to pull you out, the only person that is going to save you ultimately is you. If there's a change that needs to be made in your life, the only person that can make it is you. If you don't want to obey a, a guidance, a rule, the only person that can disobey is you. 
Nobody can do it for you. Nobody can make it better for you. And all we can do is guide you. And and we will stand there and we will cheerlead like motherfuckers on the sidelines. And we, we will. And we will mock you. Oh, we will mock you, yeah. yeah. Every opportunity. But yeah. but we will also support you at every opportunity. I think that little rant needs to be clipped and made into a short. Mm. I think that was I, I, I think that was quite inspirational. Uh, Spencer Allingham says, "Was it Gandhi that said, be the change you want to see in the world?'" I don't know. I've kind of gone off Spencer. Mm. But after he said it will be easier to drive more efficiently when they set the speed on motorways to sixty-four mile per hour. I'm making a Fuck video off. about that. They're not doing that, are they? I'm making a video about that. You can't make you can't make the speed limit in motorways sixty-four mile. They're gonna so the the proposal, and it's not something that's gone through, but the proposal is. To this, it's twofold <laughs> to battle climate change. <laughs> Fuck off. To make the speed limit 64 miles per hour on a, on a motorway and ban Sunday driving. Fuck off. <laughs> that's, that's like, how are the old people going to get around? That, that, this is a Ban Sunday driving. Genuine proposal to battle climate change, ladies and gentlemen. Make your speed limit 64 mile an hour. So take it even make it take even longer to get everywhere. Have your engines running longer. And ban Sunday driving. Why? Because, right. John, they don't want you to drive. They, they don't oh, want God. you to have independence. They don't want you to have freedom. They don't... I mean, the speed limit just now is effectively 80. Hmm. Right. I mean, everybody sits at 80 on the water. I mean, I can either confirm or deny whether or not I sit at no, 80 on the Everybody way. sits at 80 in the morning. If you're not sitting at 80, you're going too slow. If you're sitting at more than 90, you're going way too yeah, fast. Yeah, but John, right? if I were to sit here on a on a public forum, me, if I was to sit here on a public forum and say, I drive at 80 mile an hour on a motorway, police would find a reason to arrest me. No, they wouldn't. <laughs> it's just hearsay. But everybody sits at 80 on a motorway. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that 80 is the speed limit, right? <laughs> In France, the speed limit's like 130 to 140, regardless of what's posted. Yeah, it's 130 kilometers If you're on an, an auto route, yeah, but, I mean, some of the auto routes are posted at 80, 90 kilometers an hour, and yeah. everybody's still doing 130. Oh, yeah, right? but basically, when I drive across France, I set my fucking, I set, I set my, I, <laughs> I set my speed at 85 mile an hour, and I hit go. Yeah. And, and then yet, I relax my feet. Yeah, yeah, you go across the border into Germany. Yeah. And suddenly you're on an autobahn and the speed limit does not exist. It's beautiful. It's something I haven't well, done yet. The speed limit is something you can never attain because you can't go fast enough. <laughs> now, apparently, the German police will frown upon it mm. if you have an accident at more than 100 miles an hour. Okay. I've, I personally have managed to get to 145 on a German autobahn. Something I want to do. Yeah. On a Scottish single, not single track, single carriageway road mm. over Rannoch Moor, mm. I achieved 155 miles an hour. Yeah. And before you say anything, it was perfectly legal. Mm. <laughs> mm. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, 
Someone who definitely wasn't me did 120 on the M6 bypass. Mm -hmm. You In know that when the um, air 80. Yeah, everybody says it 80. Right, so uh, who does 135? <laughs> Vaughn, yeah. Vaughn lives in this little country yeah. called Vaughnville. Yeah, he does, yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So, what Second saying, he lands Dan? back home, all he hears is his yeah. own voice going, we got this, boys. We got this, boys. We got, we got this, boys. <laughs> right, <laughs> what, what, what did you say there, Ben? Sorry. I, I, uh, I, I don't recall. I, oh, sorry, right. I, I, oh, I am... Oh, God, I, I shouldn't have butted in. Sorry. I'm too lost in this moment. Just a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we got this, boys. We got this. <laughs> we... And uh, in, in just under 10 minutes' time, I am calling for the team to form up for the post-all-in game. Uh, but oh, my God. We, we've made it, John. We are Team at... trash. We, we, we've made it. And I know the first 15 minutes were a bit tumultuous, but oh, I think... To but, this point, it's been a fantastic show. I think I might. I, I, I am the kind of person who lets things niggle at me if things don't go my way. So you're saying you, you may have you, noticed this. You think you might have slightly overreacted, John? Well, I always do, right? Yeah, but yeah. you know, you know that things niggle me. Yeah. And I and and I've really got to spit it out. You know, I've got to tell you, or or it just so, will keep niggling at me. So, but I think, I think. I may have an idea of what's gone wrong. What have you done? No, it's not to do with me. It's, it's something that's fallen out. So the camera has a it has a batter is a dummy battery in it, right? Yeah. Because it's powered from the mains. Yeah. But for the dummy battery, because the dummy battery's and the the camera door's not on, mm -hmm. right? So there's a bit of expanding foam rubber that goes in and makes the contact mm. so the camera will turn on because then it thinks the door's shut. Okay. And I'm just wondering if that bit has fallen out. Mm. So that should be my first port of call. Well, if, if it has, then you know I'm going to vociferously mock you on Wednesday. No, because this is not something... Well, the camera does not move ever. Okay. Right, so there's no reason for it to have fallen out. It's been, we've been using this camera for months. I can tell you months. exactly why it happened, John. Why? It's wait. ghosts. It's possible. It's ghosts. It's possible, mate. Ghosts are aliens. I'm not uh, saying it's aliens. Fact, in reality, you just said in the chat, ghosts. I'm, I'm not saying it's aliens. But it could be aliens. I mean, you're not allowed to say that with your hair flat. Could be aliens. No, my hair's not going up. I don't have enough of it. You've got to grow it out. Look, I mean, look. Did I'm you know that Teddy Cruz is not bald? Yes. He shaves his head every day. Hmm. Same as Andrew Tate. Why? Because they want to. <sighs> But why? I mean, and I'm asking you as a man who has a lovely head of hair. I do. And and someone who, even in his elderly years, does have some hair left. I tell right? you what, if I was to cut my hair short, right, it would not take the upkeep that I have. Jesus Christ, the upkeep yeah, of this hair takes. but why would you shave it off and appear bald? Because then you have to do literally nothing. 
Yeah, that's just a fucking lazy man's get out. Mm-hmm. I, see, that, that, that to me is not a good use of your time. Do you know what? I have to wash this hair and condition it every single day. Yeah, well, that's too much. Yeah, and when I had I had shoulder length hair at one point, yes, yes, people do not mock me. I had shoulder length hair. This is beyond shoulder length. It's just curling up. I had I had hair down to about here, right? Yep. When I was like seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. This goes down and, to my tit. And and yes, I had to wash it and blow dry it every day as well, and curl it under so it didn't fucking flick up like a girl's. Yeah, mine just does that naturally. Because remember, when my hair was that length. People like Bucks Fizz were around and they had all their hair flicked out, so I had to make sure the mine Bucks didn't Fizz live at Butlins. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. My apologies. Well, right. I had to curl <laughs> mine's under. And you know what? It wasn't even on one of them special music weekends. It was literally on a school term time week. That's how far Bucks Fizz have fallen. School yeah, term time, yeah. but, uh, Monday night of, Butlins. Did they not have a bad, car, uh, bad bus accident? Yeah. Uh, possibly, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but... yeah. So that's not mock Bucks Fizz. I mean, look, this is hair from the back of my head being pulled over the front, and it goes down past my face. So, I was watching another documentary yesterday that was quite interesting about hair, and it's a lot to do with them. See, if you've got a really mobile scalp, Mm. if you touch the top of your scalp, does it move, or is it firm? Yeah, you've got a really mobile scalp. So, apparently, they reckon that hair loss can be down to the muscles here tightening, right? Mm-hmm. Which pulls the scalp really tight and stops the blood flow to it, and the hair follicles start to drop off. Interesting. So you, what you need to do is relax. Well, you need to relax, and uh, Keeps can sponsor us if they want, because they sponsor YouTubers, right? Keeps Who? are a, a they're they're a, they're a, they're a hair loss company called Keeps. Oh, sponsor us by and, all means. And, and they sell a send product. me product. They'll try it. See if it helps. There you go, Keeps. There you go, look. Send send him Keeps, and then he can advertise it. And I, I, I we could do some great adverts, couldn't we? Because we could start with you, and go, uh, are you sick of looking like this? And then I could pop in and go, do you want to look like this? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, Keeps. This shit writes itself. Fuck off and die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Yeah, with that, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this. (laughs) But before you go, just think about what you're doing here and how much you've enjoyed yourself. Have you liked us? Have you shared us? Have you subscribed? I'm showing some skin. Evangelized. Have you evangelized us to your friends? Have you told us to your family? Come enjoy the family that is chasing descent. And also give us some money. Cash. Just send your cash. <laughs> At patreon.com forward slash chasing descent or indeed Kofi, ko-fi.com forward slash chasing descent. And I will be back tomorrow night at 9pm to try and raise some money for my holiday. <laughs> but I'm not just going to sit here and, and bore you. I'm going to sing songs. And you can laugh at me for doing I'm it. I'm going to sing you songs and bore you. So with that, I'd like to thank everyone for attending this. Friday night all in with John and Ben. We love you. And it's been great for you. you. Where the fuck is Adam? Because I don't give a fuck what you say. 
Yeah, I'ma do shit my way. So you can go kick rocks. I'ma stack bricks up, build what I want to make. Yo, I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. 